You want to do what? I want to what the fuck? You want to do that? No, what? That's what I said. What What is is that? that? (laughs) And you were like, I don't know. I want to do it. No, I want to do the opening. Oh, it's my turn. Are we going to switch them back and forth? Your openings suck. I only did one. Yeah. I only did one so far. It's episode two. You've done two so far. What does that? What does that tell you? You're over there criticizing me. This is our fourth episode. Welcome everyone to Beard Fair. This is episode four. <laughs> We're already arguing. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. My name is Zach. My name is Paige. And uh, today is a is a cause for celebration. Is it? Do you know why? Is it because I'm here? It's because you are here, Paige. Damn straight. Woo! <laughs> it's because we've got, I wrote down 100. We have 200, over 200 likes on our Facebook page. Oh my God, that's so exciting. And you know how we're going to celebrate? Who are you people? <laughs> I don't know, but thanks for thanks for liking us. Thanks for tuning in. Um, you know how we're going to celebrate? How? Tequila shots. Oh my God, no. We're doing tequila shots. Okay. Do you like how quickly I'm like, all right, <laughs> bounce back. I really only drink tequila when I've had a rough day. I don't. And you know what? It was a rough day, so why not? Perfect. It's, you know, that's another reason why, why we drink. Um, Fuck but it. I don't, I don't normally drink tequila either. I think the last time I dr- uh, drank tequila, I bought some for a friend's birthday. That was earlier this year. And then I, I don't remember the last time I had tequila before that. I usually don't drink tequila. I don't know. I, I don't know I usually don't stock tequila in my bar yeah, either. Yeah, you don't. I should buy some because it's delicious. Very common beverage. You're a common beverage. How dare you? I'm going to have lime. Oh, can you hand me my standing lime? Standing by. Hand me my lime. Just put it on my laptop. Standing by. Thanks, bud. Okay, so salt, lime, salt, or salt, salt shot tequila, lime. lime. Yep. Ready? Yeah, sure. I do five more of those. Those are really good. What is that, Patron? <laughs> <laughs> what is that, tequila? <laughs> All right, so. Oh, that puts some hair on your chest. That's uh, 200 likes, over 200 likes on Facebook. Thank you, everyone, for checking us out. Um, it was mostly because of the uh, paid advertising that we did on, fa- on Facebook <laughs> to get uh, so many likes. But we appreciate you check, uh, just at least checking us out. And seeing what we're about and listening to our stuff, listening to us try to be funny for <laughs> the sake of your entertainment. We appreciate it. Try to be funny? Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm hilarious. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's just me. I succeed some of the time. Um, tell, tell me about your week. Tell me, we were supposed to record Friday. And we, <laughs> <laughs> we, were, uh, we were a little concerned because we wouldn't have enough to talk about in the two-day Let's just be stand. honest. 
Paige, but, uh, Paige fucked up. It didn't work out. <laughs> Paige, Paige took a nap. I knew you fell asleep as soon as I got <laughs> off work because I looked and it's like you. Paige hasn't been active for two hours. It's like okay, she's. He watches me on Snapchat <laughs> and it makes me uncomfortable. I just want to see. Like, are you at work? Should I be bugging you? Are you at home? Are you just chilling out? Can I message you right now? If I message you, will you respond? Should I even bother messaging Should you? Should I just get like a tracking app for you to have on my phone? No, that's okay. So you I'll, can keep I'll track keep you, of where no, I'm I'll at. keep using Snapchat as long as you let me. So. Mm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Like an <laughs> but, overconcerned father. But since it's been longer than uh, two days, hopefully we have more to talk about. How have you been? I've been okay. Um, work's been busy. It's been steady. I miss hotel. I miss the dogs. Um, Any idea when that's coming back yet? Oh, they'll keep saying that it's like an, like they were supposed to open us in August, and mm. now they're like, it'll be October. I don't think they'll open us until next year. Really? Yeah, I think they're going to hold off. What are you going to do until then? Like, what have you been doing? I've been working on the floor. Like, selling? Mm, Yeah, in, like, the animal department again. Managing again. There wasn't a pay cut or anything, so I'm like, okay. Like, uh, was it, like, your old CEL job? Yeah. Hmm. It's pretty much the same stuff. It's kind of, it's boring because, you know, you you get promoted and you want to do the thing that you got promoted to do. Mm -hmm. And you took that job to do something new. Mm -hmm. But now you're back into what you were doing before. Right. So it's like, oh, I'm, I'm back in a rut. I'm not doing what I want to do right now. I, I mean, I have a job. I like yes. who I work with. I like mm. my coworkers. I like my boss. So, you know, honestly, I'm lucky in that aspect. Yes. It could be a lot worse. It could be a lot worse. I could, I could hate every part of my job. I could have the shittiest day, but I get to pet dogs. <laughs> and that makes it better. I could, no, honestly, right. I've explained yeah. this to so many people. I could have the <clears throat> meanest customer and then I could see a dog or I could go see a snake or a gecko. It makes your entire day. It fixes the problem. That's amazing. Animals are cathartic. I'm kind of jealous. You should be. I've always been jealous of your job. I, I love it. I used to want to be a, uh, a veterinarian when I was little. Didn't I we I told all? you that, right? Yes. When I was a little kid. That was my first, when someone first asked me I wanted to be wanted an to be archaeologist. Ooh. Right? I didn't want to be an archaeologist, but I could spell the word archaeologist Ooh. when I was in third grade. You're halfway to the job. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's, I think <laughs> uh, prerequisite number one. Is knowing how to spell, spell it? your profession before you work it. It wasn't bad. I don't have like a crummy Tinder date to share. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like a requirement now. Where I share restaurants and you share yes, crummy Tinder dates. I've, I've cut back on my hoeing. <laughs> I've 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 put some. I've pumped the brakes on the hoeing. <laughs> so I've calmed down. I'm good. Now I'm just hanging making, out uh, with not, like not one. making as many boys cry yeah, anymore. Yeah, not making as many boy cry. <laughs> I'm, hanging out, I'm just hanging out with the one boy right now. Good. Because I, I, I know all of you care so much about my dating and life. And I hear it's going, well, I mean, it's been, what, three episodes, four episodes now? I mean, people are invested at, by this point, you know? Like, I'm keeping I you all up to date. I wonder who Paige is talking to next. <laughs> Who's she dating now? <laughs> Who's she hoeing around with? More information will unravel itself in every episode. It's just becoming a ridiculous story that no one wanted <laughs> to know the end of. Well, I, I hear that uh, the times spent with uh, this one boy is uh it, it, you're enjoying it you're enjoying yourself you're having a good time and mm-hmm. i'm happy to hear that so i just got another pet and i showed you a picture of him but it's an oxalotl oh my god oxalotl. so cute those are some weird animals you're a weird animal. how do you take care of them those seem like really high maintenance they are high maintenance you have like what 42 43 pets oh, now no <laughs> 13 <laughs> that's a lot of pets yeah I and, like then animals. On, and then oxalotls on top of them 
That's a lot of. That's a lot of. How do you keep up with all that? How They're do you keep up very with the low maintenance with the food and then just the cleaning? And that would give me so much anxiety. It's very low maintenance. I don't believe very that. Easy. I don't believe that for a second. And you've got a frog now too, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even have a frog. <laughs> I have a vivarium sitting back here oh, on yeah. the table. So let me just share a quick <laughs> little side story. I don't know if Zach will keep this in here, but so. Zach Mm. wanted some green tree frogs, some red-eyed green tree frogs. Mm -hmm. He's very excited for them, very gung-ho. So me, me being his bestest friend, was like, oh, my God, let's get together with some of his other friends, get him a wonderful birthday gift. We got him a vivarium. Mm -hmm. We got a nice cage set up for him to get him some frogs. Literally the whole setup. It's like everything you could need in a a vivarium, you Mm -hmm. know, and like Mm -hmm. a cage set up. Everything's in there. Almost a year later, yeah. Since his birthday is coming up in October, yeah. Still no frogs. <laughs> it's, it's empty. Still no fucking frogs. It's empty, and the soil in there is very dehydrated and old, and I feel really bad. But at the same he time, should. well, okay. So when I when I expressed that I might want frogs, he didn't say might want. I did because he didn't. Okay, where I work, if you we step outside sometimes to take take some breaks and we go outside and, and back, and the building is essentially built on almost like a swamp. I don't know so, why I thought you were going to say like a Native American burial ground. <laughs> no, not quite uh, on a on a swamp. So there's always a lot of uh, I think they're toads. They're not frogs. I love. But there's toads. always a lot of toads everywhere. You step outside, especially during the summer when it's been raining. There's toads everywhere. You can watch them. They jump all over and. Whatever. Um, and I was like, oh, I think it'd be really cool to have some frogs as pets. And I just, that's all I said. That's, I just remember mentioning it, it to you. I said, I think it'd be really cool to have some frogs you as pets. You are so full and then you, of it. you working at a pet store decided to, oh, it's a perfect, no, I can put all this no, stuff together. No. And I can hear now you no, can have own some frogs. We had a genuine conversation about whether or not and, you were seriously interested in having these pets. And, and you specifically told me the type of tree I, frog now, you wanted. Right, because I think they'd be cool frogs to have. And now I have this vivarium, and I still don't know I how to take care of frogs. I asked you permission to buy <laughs> I don't, you this I gift. don't remember that. Oh, my God. I don't recall that being a thing. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. But he now, now it's like I need to get frogs. You don't need to get anything. Well, I need to use this thing. And I really, I, I do want to, honestly. I still want to get frogs. It just gives me anxiety thinking about having to take care. Because I looked at like keeping crickets and it's like some people get like really into it. And they keep crickets in their own container under a sun lamp and keep them alive and breed them and yeah. stuff. It's like, holy shit. It's like, I've told you already what you need to do. I know. You're just I, looking for excuses to I, not do it. And I have a lamp, and I have um, a mister. I have a misting system that I bought because I was like, I'm finally pulling the trigger. I'm going to get them. But then my apartment flooded, so that kind of put a pause on things. So um, I haven't really done much since then. It's, that was a few months ago. I do really. I I do still want to get frogs. It just gives me anxiety thinking about taking care of two frogs. You have. 13 animals. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. It's easy. That's insane. Leopard geckos are super low maintenance. My bird is low maintenance. The oxalotl is going to be the highest maintenance thing I own. Ooh, uh, My in, tarantulas are super easy. In short, why are they so high maintenance? The water care. Oh, they require specific they like, require pH? Like, or? No, they require specific filtration. So they can't highlight like super high filtration. So you have to like make hmm. them a filter. Oh, that's strange. You're strange. I know. Oxalotls are strange. Um, 
He's well, a baby, though, so I'm super excited. How, how old? He's only a few months. Oh, that's cute. You're but cute. They look adorable. I know. I showed you a picture. Yeah. With his little frills. I, I kind of, I half saw that. But wow. We'll check. We'll never, post, we'll post on our website. You can check out Paige's axolotls. I'll post a picture of all my animals. We should put them on, uh, put them on Instagram or something. Um, oh, shit. We were supposed to take... Um, Another shot? <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to take a picture of us, uh, a selfie of us with those uh, tequila shots. Well, um, shoulda, here. coulda. Well, let's, let's, take a, let's take a selfie with our empty glasses. That's stupid. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so I, I have a, uh, <laughs> I have a, a restaurant wreck this week. Ooh. I just have one. I uh, went to a place called Lindy's. It's in uh, Wakanda. I saw my aunt. Uh, we had really good food. Had a really good time. Um, and I'd never been to Wakanda. Apparently, there's a lot of really good restaurants up there. It's right on a lake, too. They have a really big lake. I forget what the lake is called in Wakanda. But we had seats that were, like, right on the patio out and back. And you can view the lake and all these boats. And there was, like, a little beach there. It was super cool. I had some fish and chips. I had a blueberry um, uh, blueberry Collins. Stop. I'm super hungry right now. Yeah, well, we'll get food. We'll order some food because okay. I'm going to want to eat later, too. But, God. yeah, fish and chips. And I had a blueberry Collins. Um, I should start making Tom Collins. I I haven't made a ton of in a while, but it was really good. You need to get your um, chalkboard for your bar. I know. I'm looking online. I'm, I want to get a, a chalkboard that goes above my bar so mm-hmm. I can write the drinks mm-hmm. that I can make so people people come over. They can just point at what they want. Um, really cool thing. He gets so into these I things. I do. I love my bar. and I like adding stuff to it and He's I like adorable. trying new drinks. Um, Truly a so. American. <laughs> that's, uh, but that's my restaurant rack. Lindy's in Wakanda. If you're anywhere near Wakanda... Check it out. They have really good food. Uh, really good. Fucking love fish and chips. Ambiance. You can sit outside, especially now it's gorgeous weather. It's great. Um, let's talk about our beer this week. Fucking asshole. Um, and our, our topic that we picked out this week that you could uh, probably. Episode four is Bigfoot. Probably already tell. Thanks, Paige, for stealing that from me. You're welcome. Um, you could probably already tell by the. He rambles. The title of this episode. It's about Bigfoot. <laughs> this episode's about Bigfoot. And uh, the beer I picked today um, is called. Bat Squatch. I love it. By Rogue Ales. Rogue Ales. I feel like I saw that when Brewing. I was looking up stuff for another one. Oh, just like I saw the yeah, yeah uh, Apex. That's funny. That was a good beer. Um, it was a good beer. Hopefully this is just as good. I'm sure it will be. Bat Squatch by Rogue Ales. Uh, Rogue Ales is headquartered or it was yeah headquartered in Newport, Oregon. It was founded in 1988. Oh, damn. In Ashland, Oregon. The company brews their own beer, distills their own spirits, farms their own ingredients, mm. and coopers their own barrels. They have locations in Oregon and Washington, so they're all on the West Coast. If you're listening and you're on the West Coast, check out Rogales, because they're probably amazing and I'm jealous that I can't. Uh, they make beer, whiskey, gin, vodka, canned vodka, sodas, and mules, and CBD seltzers. Wow. Which I didn't know was a thing. I did not know that was a thing I did. I've actually never had a vodka soda either, but a, a lot of people have... Uh, uh, from people that I've heard that have had them, they've said they they've been really good. Hmm. I imagine it to something to be like um, uh, White Claw, because hmm. I mean White Claw's not really vodka, but it's like a no. it's a soda, mm-hmm. it's a carbonated. You know. What's the actual alcohol in White Claw? I have no idea, but Me it's goddamn either. amazing. Eh. So good. Um, this is the eh. <laughs> this is the description uh, for Bat Squatch that uh, comes straight from Rogels. For years, rumors have circled that deep in the woods on Mount St. Helens. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mispronounced that. I'm going to start this over. What? For what years, that? rumors have circled that deep in the woods on Mount St. Helens lives the fabled 
Bat Squatch. <laughs> Paige is over there cracking up. <laughs> While there are many tales of Bat Squatch, they are all a bit hazy on the details, which makes the truth such a juicy mystery. <laughs> what is this voice? <laughs> so what better way to honor the elusive legend than with a hazy IPA? Why are you talking like that? Perfect for <laughs> camping and potentially making a new friend. This juicy, cloudy IPA features intense tropical flavors juicy. and aromas. So it's juicy, hazy, and it's an IPA. This beer is a hazy IPA. Also I known, can't get away from IPAs. This is a good IPA, though. I think you're going to like it. Okay. Also known as a New England IPA or juicy IPAs, they are characterized by juicy citrus and floral flavors Ooh. with an emphasis on hop aroma with low bitterness. Hmm. So you don't like IPAs because I think they're too bitter most of the time. It's true. I don't like low the bitter. bitterness and okay. they're citrus. Okay. So I, got, I have high hopes. I'm keeping an open mind. Perfect. They also have a smooth consistency or mouthfeel and a hazy appearance, just like uh, last beer. I thought it was a hazy IPA. Talk um, about that mouthfeel, baby. Oh, yeah. Smooth mouthfeel. Hops are only added late in the boil and, again, unusually early during fermentation when the beer is still churning in the tank and hops interact with yeast in a way that withdraws maximum fruity citrus character and creates a hazy look. So that's how they get their hazy appearance and fruity okay. character. Is it a dark beer? No. This is a, huh. a golden beer. We'll talk about the color, actually, too, in just oh, okay, a second. Cool. This beer is available year-round. It is seven. I'm sorry, 6.7 ABV. 54 IBUs, which is high, but again, uh, lower on the hops as far as hazy IPAs compared to other IPAs. Mm. So still of high hopes. On their website, um, they advertise this beer at 12 SRM. I have no idea what SRM meant. Somebody Googled that. So I, I did. I oh, did. good luck at you. Zach did. Zach did it. It uh, means standard research method. Okay. And there is an SRM chart I can show you. It actually is an indication of the color of the beer. Oh. So it is 12 SRM. So 12 would put it oh, right there. It's like so, a little Home Depot paint palette. Yeah, that's what I thought at first, too. I didn't know this was a thing. I did not know that either. Uh, but 12 SRM. Flip is it back beer. around. The hell is 40 plus. Yeah, so it goes from 1 to 40. So you're and drinking tar. 40 plus, which I bet if Guinness had an SRM indicator, it would be way over 40. Oof. It'd be over 9,000. Really? <clears throat> um, Did that uses, just no, 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 no. Can we move on? This uses Mosaic, Eldorado, and Belma hops. We talked about... Um, no, we didn't. We'll talk about all three of them. We didn't talk about any of these before. Uh, Belma hops is a dual-use hop. They, it's, it's a mix of orange, melon, strawberry, and pineapple with a slight hint of grapefruit. Eldorado Ooh. hops have a bold tropical fruit flavor, pineapple and mango, and aromas of pear, watermelon, stone fruits, and even candy. I love pear. Pears are really good. I don't know my last time I had a pear. I kind of just want to eat a pear right now. Can we DoorDash pears? Can we? <laughs> Is that how lazy we've gotten? I think we can Instacart pears. We should. Uh, just Instacart a whole should be a sponsor. ton of pears. Um, and Mosaic hops. Uh, they're triple use for bitter flavor and aroma. They have flavors of mango, pine, and citrus, and they have aromas of tropical and stone fruit. This uses two-row malt, flaked wheat, malt wheat, and oats. And Imperial Juice Yeast and Free Range Coastal Water. I have no idea what free range water is. Um, I imagine it's water that's free to roam, open. Yeah, yeah. It's not uh, penned up inside, no. you know. Mm -mm. Um, fr no. Like free range No cows. caged water here. No caged Just water. Just free roam water. And this information comes from www.rogue.com, where you can check out Rogue Ales and the other beers that they brew. Let's go grab the beer. Okay. 
Check out that can. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I'm going I'm to gaze at it. Dedicated to the legend is what it says on the top. Bat Squatch. That's really creepy. And it shows a little star in the back. Um, it has five points. Malt, tropical, citrus, pine, and bitter, which is how they kind of rate their beers. Ooh, it shows you what to pair it with. And what to pair it with. Yeah. Real what does it say to pair it with, Paige? This feels like a teacher who's just like, can you read? Paige, can you read the text at the bottom of the can? What does that say, can, Paige? Can you read? You able to read those words there what? at the bottom? You know what? Don't patronize me. Don't patronize you? I hate you. White cheddar grilled salmon and strawberry shrimp cake. So this is perfect beer if you're eating white cheddar. <laughs> you're just eating a block of white cheddar uh, or grilled salmon or if you're... Enjoying a strawberry shortcake. Yeah, just casually. Pick up some bat squatch. All right, and we got to remember to clink before we drink. <laughs> the foam. Oh, look at your pour. Oh, that's a lot of foam over yeah, there. Yeah, that's too. what I, I know. I'm struggling today. You want to let that settle for a second? Oh, my God, it smells so good. <laughs> Ooh. Foam real quick. Suck some foam. <laughs> Oh boy. Everybody's into it. Oh, I'm sorry. Here, Clink. Let me just, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. That is very hazy. It looks like. Um, what a weird IPA. It almost looks like orange juice. You know, if you were to pour orange juice in a glass, mm. that's kind of what it looks like. It doesn't. It's, it's very um, opaque. Can't see through it at all. But it's got that same sort of color, I think. Mm. Um, very citrusy, very, very mango, uh, very tropical, um, very, I mean, it's very smooth, very easy to drink it too. It is very smooth. There's no it bite. It is not bitter. Hardly any bitter yeah. to it. What, At least it's I, not up front. I would not classify this as an IPA. Yeah, I don't no, know. No, it's pretty good. You were right. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's like you know me. Well, I knew, yeah, I knew this would be a beer you enjoyed. Um... It's, um, I wish you would have looked up a beer advocate review. That could be your thing, you know? Okay. Um, I won't steal that from you. But this might be my favorite. I think I said this last episode. It's only been three episodes. but um, This is the fourth episode. We've only done three episodes up till this one. Let me clarify. But I said that last episode. I would chug this. That it was my, <laughs> it was my favorite thus far. But I, th- I think this takes the, takes the cake. That's pretty solid. It almost doesn't taste like beer. No, it's pretty good. Hell yeah. Tell us about Bigfoot, Paige. Oh, now I gotta like load shit. God damn. Everything we need to know about Bigfoot. Because that's <laughs> why the people are here. Are they? They're not here to listen to us yammer on and attempt to make shitty jokes. No, not at all. They're here for Bigfoot. They're here for facts. Yes. Okay. Straight facts, baby. Mm-hmm. So... Did some research. Mm -hmm. Did some digging. I hope so. I did. I promise. (laughs) So, just a general description of Mr. Bigfoot, Mm -hmm. as he likes to be called. We've had a conversation. Mm -hmm. In North American folklore, Bigfoot, or Sasquatch, is a hairy, upright-walking, ape-like creature who reportedly dwells in the wilderness and leaves behind footprints. People who claim to have seen Bigfoot describe it as a large, hairy, muscular, bipedal, ape-like creature, roughly six to nine feet, 
or 1.8 to 2.7 meters if you are listening in another area that requires. Besides the U.S. Yes, besides the U.S. Because we're special and important. Yeah, we have our own measurement system because we can't adapt. Covered in hair described as a black, dark brown, or dark reddish. The enormous footprints for which the creature is named are claimed to be as large as 24 inches, 60 centimeters, Hmm. long, and 8 inches, 20 centimeters wide. Some footprint That's casts. It's a big foot. It is a big foot. You know what they say about big feet? Big socks. <laughs> I hate myself. Moving on. Mm. Some footprint casts have also contained claw marks, making it likely that they came from known animals such as bears, which have five mm-hmm. toes and claws. The origin is kind of all over the place. I did my best to kind of track it down. Um, there's. It's hard to kind of like put into words since I've had a shot of tequila and I haven't eaten today. (laughs) So there's the modern classification of it and then there's like older classification of it since there's been reports of him or I guess them. It. It. They. Squatch. (laughs) What do you call a group of squatch? (laughs) We're trying to be gender neutral here, so we'll use the yep. term squatch. Yeah, squatch. A group of squatch. A herd mm-hmm. of squatch. Mm-hmm. A locale of squatch? Sure. Anyways. Uh, so the origin is... Eh. North American settlers started reporting sightings during the late 1800s and into the 1900s with the occasional finding of footprints, sporadic encounters, and even a few grainy photos and videos adding to the mystery. Those who claim to have seen Bigfoot have described everything from a large upright eight mm-hmm. to an actual hairy human. Sometimes standing over eight feet tall, described as powerfully built. Oof. Powerfully built. Daddy. <laughs> Please No. <laughs> The debate and research continue. Entire organizations exist to study and document Bigfoot and prove its existence. There are people that are so into it. Oh, yeah. There's you, a freaking show on the History Channel. You just wait. You just wait. My story is amazing. Oh, boy. I mean, actually, real quick, do you believe in Bigfoot? <clears throat> um, I don't. Me either. I do not, unfortunately. Sorry, not everyone enough, who believes in Bigfoot. Yeah, not enough. Um, I believe in ghosts, but I don't believe in Bigfoot. Not enough. Well, yeah, that's funny. I was going to say not enough convincing evidence to me that that he exists, but there also isn't an, an, a whole lot of convincing evidence to me that ghosts is a ghosts ghosts is ghosts ghosts is um, look out ghosts. <laughs> but I also believe in ghosts. But see, I could believe in ghosts more than I can believe in Bigfoot. Why does I, that make sense to I me? I agree. I don't know. Uh, groups regularly search the Northwest Woods looking for that ultimate proof. So, the, the Northwest Woods? Yeah, the Northwest Woods. In the U.S.? Yes. Okay. So, we're talking like Washington, yes. Oregon. Yes. Where this beer is from. Yes. Wow. What a coincidence. <laughs> Full circle. So, this is kind of like the more modern um, origin of it, basically. So, it kind of gives you an idea of like where. Bigfoot, I, I tossed out some air quotes there, some Bigfoot mm-hmm. comes from. Mm-hmm. So in 1958, journalist Andrew Gonzoli of the Humboldt Times highlighted a fun, if dubious, letter from a reader about loggers in Northern California who discovered mysteriously large footprints. Maybe we have a relative of the abominable snowman of the Himalayans, Gonzoli jokingly wrote in his September 21st column alongside the letter. 
Later, Gonzales said that he simply thought the mysterious footprints made a good Sunday morning story, but to his surprise, it really fascinated readers. In response, Gonzales and fellow Humboldt Times journalist Betty Allen published follow-up articles about the footprints reporting the name loggers had given to the so-called creature who left the tracks, Bigfoot. Mm. And so a legend was born. In one of the articles, they said, who is making the huge 16-inch tracks in the vicinity of Bluff Creek? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Who is doing this? Who's making these tracks, huh? Hang on. We just cleaned up. Who's doing this? What is this accent? Are you from New York? <laughs> Who is doing this? Genzoli wrote in one of his columns that October, Are the tracks a human hoax, or are they the actual marks of a huge but harmless wild man traveling through the wilderness? Can this legend be, can this be some legendary-sized animal? Once Bigfoot's story went public, it became a character in men's adventure magazines and cheap trade paperback novels. In this stories, in woof, in these stories, mm -hmm. I'm okay, I swear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he, for Bigfoot was definitely a he, was a primal, dangerous creature out of the past who lurked in the modern wilderness. Why definitely a he? I think it's because it was supposed to be like. Or was it the sexism back then? Macho. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can you imagine a like a lady Bigfoot? I can. Okay? Ooh. I'm not sexist. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> but apparently, Get these Zoli. people were. Okay, enough with the shouting. Continue, Calm sorry. Down. Was a primal dangerous creature out of, the, out of the past who lurked in the modern wilderness. By the 1970s, Sueto documentaries were investigating his existence, and films were portraying him as a sexual predator. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Right? Yeah, That's it was like a whole thing. Like they made him like kind of like you know like how King Kong was like super after that chick and held her. Oh, you yeah. Know, like primal <laughs> creatures always want a lady for some reason. Okay, I, yeah, like I the see swamp that. monster. Right. Yeah. They all just want love. Mm -hmm. Or the creeping terror. Yeah. There you go. The the creeping terror. In the eighties. Bigfoot showed his softer side. He became associated with environmentalism and a symbol of the wilderness that we need to preserve. One big example in the 1987 movie Harry and the Hendersons, which portrayed Bigfoot as a friendly, misunderstood creature in need of protection from John Lithgow and his family. Aw. He's just misunderstood. If you haven't seen that movie. Have not. The legend existed before there was a single name for the creature, though. They differed in their details, both regionally and between families in the same community. Ecologist Robert Pyle argues that most cultures have accounts of human-like giants in their folk history, expressing a need for some larger-than-life creature. Mm -hmm. Each language had its own name for the creature featured in the local version of such legends. Many names meant something along the lines of wild man or hairy man. Although other names described common actions that it was said to perform, such as eating clams or shaking trees. Eating clams? Eating clams. That's a weird thing for Bigfoot to want to do. He wants to eat clams. Hmm. He likes seafood. <laughs> Bigfoot's, Bigfoot's a seafood guy. Yeah. Seafood kind of guy. He doesn't feed on humans no. or those dirty mammals. Oh. I've always imagined Bigfoot as like a vegetarian. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> what's the what's the person he's a that, vegan yeah what's he's the people that only eat fish a pescatarian yeah he's a pescatarian or whatever they're called yeah something sure. like that that sounds religious god damn i gotta look it out now yeah zach braff uh fun fact zach braff is one of these zach only eats fish uh no he doesn't only eat fish it is um i actually think it's if i could spell pescatarian 
Um, it's people who don't eat meat, except the only meat they eat is fish. Okay. So they're not necessarily only... Yep, pescatarian. Oh, okay. See, so, doesn't that sound religious, though? It do- Yeah, it kind of does. Isn't there um, a religion that starts with a P? Yes, and I think it sounds similar, and I can't remember it right now. Episcopalian. Oh, look at that. That's what it is. Oh, it's like Paige knows uh, very, things. Very different, though. Uh, but Zach Braff is pescatarian. I do like Scrubs. In case you don't wanted to know. I love Scrubs. Yeah, if you don't know where he's from, he's yeah. from Scrubs. That's it. Nothing else. <laughs> Sorry, Zach he's Braff. He's from Scrubs. <laughs> That's it. Where was I? So, I'm going to butcher the hell out of this name. Yeah, let's go. Oof. I should look up the proper way to say you these. You should not. Ever. I shouldn't, but Never. I feel like it's disrespectful. No, it's great. It's oh, okay, cool. So, Chief, I, it's, I would say Just Michelle. Just go for it. But it's M-I-S-C-H-E-L-L-E. So either Michelle yeah. or Miskel. I would I would say the first one. I would have said Michelle. Yeah, sure. But whatever. Of the, whew, there's a lot of... Too many consonants? There's some consonants and then not enough vowels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to try. Oh, That's how much should. new... Well, let me see. What is it? Yeah. Oh, that's uh, uh, Nalaka Pamuks. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that says. You, you foolish girl, you yeah. didn't know. Nalaka Pamuks. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, so, a tribe. Uh huh. The Nalaka Pamuks tribe. Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, that one. The Nalakapamuks. <laughs> At Lighton, British Columbia, told such a story to Charles Hill Tout in 1898. He named the creature by a Salishan variant, meaning the benign faced one. Bigfoot is known by many titles with many different cultures, although the name Bigfoot is generally attributed to the mountainous western region of North America. The common name Sasquatch comes from the Salish Sasquatch? A lot of big words today. Yeah, I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. That tequila is not helping. (laughs) I'm going to keep blaming all of my mess-ups on tequila. That's fine. Like every girl. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) Sorry, ladies. (laughs) Didn't mean to give away the secret. Oh, boy. While the and this is a throwback to the Wendigo episode, the Algonquin. Oh wow! Yeah, I know. They did more than one thing. They did. It's <laughs> like they have a whole history and a culture. <laughs> While the Algonquin of the North Central region of the continent referred to a Wittigo or Wendigo. So it referred to this as yes. A, oh wow! Yeah. It didn't know what a Wendigo was at, at that time. Apparently, yeah, it's confusing it for Bigfoot. Yeah, exactly. Stupid, <laughs> foolish. <laughs> it's like they don't know. <laughs> This is such a good beer. It is a good beer. This episode's all over the place. It is all over the place. We're sorry. (laughs) Other nations tell of a large creature, much like a man, but imbued with special powers and characteristics. The Ojibwe. Mm -hmm. I remember them. Of the northern plains, believe the Rougarou appeared in times of danger, and other nations agreed that the hairy apparition was a messenger of warning, telling man to change his ways. Wow. There's this whole spiritual sort of history that I had no idea existed with Bigfoot. Exactly. Was it the end of your That's segment? it. Well, you closed your laptop, and I was like, that can't be the end. That's it. Wow. Leave it off mystery. You're leaving, leaving me more, wanting, leaving me wanting more. That's the point. That's crazy. I didn't know there was uh, that much history with Bigfoot. I thought it was a, a... So they're basically, basically it's, Bigfoot became modernized, like I was saying, around... What date did I say? <laughs> Oof. 
Where am I today? I, th- I think you said the 1800s and 1900s is kind of when, when they it... started talking about right. and having reported sightings mm-hmm. of a hairy ape-like creature. Mm-hmm. But he became modernized when Gonzoli wrote that article from okay. those loggers. See, and I, I thought there, I thought it was just a thing we as humans invented sometime in the mid 1900s. To just just because we thought it'd be cool to talk about this guy, or some guy went into a forest and thought he saw something crazy and it kind of blew up. I didn't know there was a lot of history. There's so much history mm-hmm. behind There's it. There's quite a lot more. I just it. didn't want to ramble. Sure, but that's uh, that's interesting. I didn't know that about Bigfoot. Um, I know with um, oh my God, you like drink all your beer already. <laughs> this is so good. Um, but I know you know shows beer and fear. Most people, and you mentioned this to me, most people don't really... I don't associate Bigfoot with fear. Fe- fear Bigfoot, right. But um, I don't know. We wanted to pick it because I, I feel like it... I mean, if you're walking through a forest and you see fucking Bigfoot, like, you're going to be scared. So that's where the history of it comes in, where he used to be obsu- like um, associated with, like, macho aggressiveness. Mm. Right. Um, and like terror, like something to be feared, like an unknown thing in the wilderness, like a cryptid, mm-hmm. um, like the Jersey Devil. Okay. But when I, I associate Bigfoot with like that, that hair, that um, peace loving, like, yeah, creature like the, of gentleness. Like the Geico commercial. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Where he's just, like you said, he's misunderstood. Jack Link's beef jerky. He's misunderstood. Yeah, like that, like those commercials. I, I mean, the media's kind of turned him into sort of a parody type figure, and it's almost yes. like it's not necessarily something that was he in Geico. I thought those were cavemen. No, no, no. They're yeah. They they did a caveman. You haven't seen the Geico commercial with Bigfoot? No. I'll play I for you in a second. You're wrong. No, I'm not wrong. It's funny, um, but. It, it's really not something that people associate with fear. Mm-mm. I think just because the media has kind of portrayed him as this funny sort of humorous hoax type deal. Um, I just I've always been like, oh, gentle giant of the wilderness right. who just wants to protect like his forest. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's definitely got some ties to, like I said, if you're walking through through a forest and you see Bigfoot, that would freak the hell out of me. See, I wouldn't be expecting can that. Makes me think. Like that bat squatch, that's that's frightening. Yeah, well, the can is also part bat. Mm-hmm. So that's even more scary. And oh, he's I, like drooling all over the place. I like bats. Yeah. I like all animals. Um, so, I don't know. There's some element of fear to it. We just decided on it because we thought it'd be a cool story. I guess the story. fear of the unknown of what's in the forest with you. <laughs> Zach just spilled everywhere. Whoops. <laughs> just wipe that away. No okay. problems here. Um, let's Going see. into Zach's segment, since his will most likely be longer than mine. Um, as I'll try to I'll try to keep it short. No, 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 no. Go into it. I wanna. I <laughs> want like an hour forty here. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, there's actually um, there's two stories here, and the first one's a little bit shorter than the second, but they tie together. It's about the same person. So this is a story about um, this guy named Rick Dyer. So Rick Dyer is an American Bigfoot enthusiast. He's a self-proclaimed master tracker of Bigfoot. Oh, sweet Jesus. He gave himself this title. Good. No one else gave it to him. Um, if it's not self-titled, is it really worth it? Yeah, self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed. Proclaimed. Master tracker. The uh, Texas Monthly apparently called him the world's most infamous Bigfoot hunter. He appeared in Who Time. Did? 
Uh, Texas Monthly. Okay. He appeared in Time, Time Magazine, Discovery News, Fox News, The Huffington Post, and CNN. So this guy's a big deal. Sure. On August 12th, 2008, he releases a press release, which followed up an announcement on Steve Cole's internet radio show, Squatch Detective. Who is Steve Cole? Steve Cole is a man, and he runs a radio show called Squatch Detective. And his name is Detective. Steve Cole. His name is Steve Cole. And he is a man. He's got a radio show got called it. Squatch Detective. Good. And he um, had Rick Dyer on this radio show. Got it. Self-proclaimed. To talk about uh, Bigfoot. Yep. Self-proclaimed. <laughs> he announced he had, a dead, he had a dead Bigfoot body in their possession. Woof. Initially only backing this up with some grainy footage. There's always grainy footage. The footage is always grainy. What I don't know why. What kills me is that it's always grainy. It's always grainy footage. No matter what. You could have the best camera and Sasquatch <laughs> always got to be coming grainy. He promised DNA and photo evidence of the creature would be presented in a press conference three days later from noon to 1 p.m. at the Cabana Hotel in Palo Alto, California. I'm sorry, DNA evidence of mm-hmm. something that nobody has DNA evidence of? Yep, so no, how he, do you prove that? Oh, just wait. Oh, so, just wait. Um, I'm waiting. He promised he was going to provide this DNA evidence and more photos at this uh, press okay. conference. And it was only, this conference was only open to the press. Got it. He presented the Bigfoot carcass encased in a block of ice. Oh, sweet. And it was described Jesus. as being seven feet, seven inches tall. And you weighing, better have a picture. Weighing more than 500 pounds. And part human and part ape-like. The location where Dyer found the creature was initially kept a secret to, quote, protect others of the, ra- of the rare species. He didn't want people to go out in the wilderness and start to hunt their own Bigfoot. They didn't want other people self-proclaiming themselves as master trackers because no, there can only be one. he can be the master mm-hmm. tracker. So he, he did this to protect uh, the rare species of Bigfoot. But it was later released that he sure found the did. creature while hiking in the North Georgia mountains in June of that year, while also spotting three other similar creatures during the day. So he didn't only see one. He, he saw three other ones. I'm glad that word of mouth is all it takes for us to take absolute credibility. Absolutely. This was all over the news. Um, I think it should be noted that he found this, he said he found this creature in North Georgia. However, I think you were talking about the origin is like Northwest. Mm -hmm. So I don't think Georgia's anywhere really near there. Uh, last time I checked, but, uh, according to Dyer, it took him half a day or I'm sorry, a day and a half more than that. And the help of six other men to carry the creature out of the mountain. So he was with, I guess he had six other people, um, to help him after he killed this thing, carry it out of the forest. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Killed it. Yeah, it's dead. It, he showed pictures of the carcass. It was yeah. encased in ice. Mm-hmm. I feel confused by this. Well, yeah, he, he encountered Bigfoot, killed it, and then encased it in ice. So this is what he did. Got it. Uh, there's this guy named Tom Biscardi. He's the CEO of Searching for Bigfoot Incorporated. That is a horrible name. <laughs> well, it clearly states what their primary goal is. So I think what it's, a bad name. It's pretty straightforward. The Bigfoot Band. Mm-hmm. That's how you make it. That's how you do it. <laughs> he was scheduled to attend this press conference that uh, Tom, or I'm sorry, Rick Dyer, was um, going on. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Tom Biscardi. Got it. Uh, he noted on Squatch Detective, that radio show I mentioned earlier, that Biscardi was the only person he wanted there to verify the carcass. He didn't want anyone else there. The conference was open to the press, but the only person who wanted to verify the uh, carcass was Tom. Interesting. The press conference took place, and confusing DNA results were mentioned, resulting in skeptical reactions from some well-known people in the field. That's so vague. 
Yeah. Well-known people in the field. There's always, I mean... Greg from down the street. He's the well-known person in the field. (laughs) Well, you mentioned uh, there's a huge sort of following with Bigfoot. Bigfoot kind of blew up uh, around that time. Um, There's a lot of people really into it and really interested in Bigfoot. Like I said, there's a freaking show on the History Channel. Right. So people people were taking this seriously. Um, So confusing... Side side tangent really quickly. Mm -hmm. The History Channel should not be a thing. Why? It's fifty uh, percent of it is not history. What do you mean? Like the aliens? <laughs> well, I, yeah, I that guess that meme. It's aliens. Not, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it's not strictly. <laughs> I, I think Pawn Stars is on History Channel too. Like what? What is that? Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. The. Pre- <laughs> The press conference took place. Confusing DNA results were mentioned. Uh, Steve Cole posted on Tom Biscardi's website that mm-hmm. the evidence for which they paid Dyer was spurious. So was what? Was spurious. Spurious? Was, um, it's, it's skeptical. Okay. You know. One of the first tests that. done to verify authenticity of the specimen was attempting to burn its hair. They did this and the hair melted into a ball. <laughs> The melting of the ice was accelerated, and the head was found to be unusually hollow. The Bigfoot's feet were then exposed and found to be constructed of rubber. (laughs) So you see where this is going. (laughs) The conclusion was made that Dyer had provided an ape suit filled with slaughterhouse byproducts and roadkill and encased in a block of ice. (laughs) Jerry Perino... Jerry Perino. Owner of internet Halloween costume store, thehorrordome.com. Stop it. Said that the costume definitely looks like our costume. Oh my fucking God. So this guy was able to confirm. That is definitely our costume. That Rick Dyer purchased this costume from their website. and Rick just Dyer sucks. And filled it with slaughterhouse byproducts and roadkill. Gross. Upon being exposed, Dyer said that an unnamed government agency confiscated the real Bigfoot oh body. Oh my fucking God. And believing that he needed to produce something. Ooh. He needed to produce something. Of course. Fabricated the hoax. That's why. Oh, my God. Get this. Dyer was a former Georgia corrections officer and planned all of this out with his accomplice friend and Clayton County Sheriff's Deputy Matt Witten. Freaking Matt Witten. Matt was subsequently terminated from his position after perpetrating the fraud. Good. So he, so he lost his job. Good. Good for you, Matt. <laughs> Making all this shit up with Get Dyer. Get out of here. He lost his job as a uh, well, sheriff's I mean, deputy. Bummer. S- stir the pot for no reason. So, fast forward. Remember, this was in 2008. So I'm remembering. September 2012. Got it. 2012. Rick Dyer. Okay. The same one. Same guy. Claimed to have encountered and killed a Bigfoot creature. Jesus Christ, who let him out of his house. During an expedition in San Antonio, Texas this time. Oh, my God. Dyer was accompanied by filmmaker Morgan Matthews. Morgan Matthews. And his British documentary film crew. Because he... Is he he British? No. He's not British. His documentary film crew is. Good to know. Right. Um, But I I think it's funny that he just happens to be out there with his filmmaker and film crew. Yeah, just conveniently. When this happens. The entire crew. We just stumbled upon a Sasquatch while we were actually hanging out and filming some nature scenes. We just happened to have this documentary documentary film crew with us. He said he lured the creature out. With what? 
using pork ribs from Walmart. Only oh fucking God. <laughs> doused in his special barbecue sauce. I don't want to know what makes it special. And attached to trees. Oh my God. <laughs> Rick Dyer, what do you got going on in that head of yours? So he's got his pork ribs from Walmart. He doused them in his special BBQ sauce and attached them to trees. That's what lured Bigfoot his out. Special sauce. This is a quote from Dyer. We nailed them all around the trees. And that Why night, are you talking like and that? that night, we heard Bigfoot come back. Mm. I chased him down in the middle of the night. Yeah. I, sh- I shot him once, <laughs> and he ran. And then I shot him again. <laughs> I shot him again. This footage, picked up by his British documentary film crew, would appear in the 2013 documentary Shooting Bigfoot. Shooting Bigfoot. We are going to watch it right now. <gasps> We're gonna, not the sorry, not the documentary. The trailer. Oh. We're going to watch the trailer right now. Oh, I got excited. Okay, so we we just watched the trailer for Shooting Bigfoot, uh, the 2013 documentary. This trailer was posted on YouTube in uh, in April of 2013. You can watch it um, at the link bit.ly slash shooting Bigfoot. Bit.ly slash shooting Bigfoot. Check it out. It's hilarious. It's a bunch of white people Oof. with guns. It is a bunch of white people with guns. And they're going to shoot Bigfoot. And they're missing teeth. Mm-hmm. So the footage of um, of Rick Dyer shooting this Bigfoot in 2012 um, with his British documentary film crew. Yes, the British people. After he lured it out with pork ribs from Walmart, doused yes. in a special yes. barbecue sauce, his special trees, sauce. it appeared in that documentary. He also posted evidence, quote-unquote mm-hmm. evidence, in okay. a YouTube video on January 2013. <laughs> Revealing an up-close shot of Bigfoot. I'm just going to say I don't think any evidence that Rick Dyer produces should be credible. Here is the up-close... Wait, hold on. I am holding on. Nope, not going to show you a photo just yet. So Dyer posted evidence in a YouTube video in January 2013 revealing an up-close shot of, of Bigfoot. This Bigfoot, this one, 2012, 8 feet tall and 800 pounds. So bigger than the last one. This big fucking Bigfoot. This is a quote. Bigfoot is not a tooth fairy. Why do you keep talking like Bigfoot that? Bigfoot is real. The most important thing to me is being vindicated. Letting people know that I am the best Bigfoot tracker in the world. And it's not just me saying it. Who's saying it? Just me. <laughs> because because Dyer claimed that an unnamed university in Washington State had tested the creature's DNA and told Dyer that it was an unknown species. Oh, my God. My I don't know what it is. My ass. Dyer's accomplice and self-proclaimed Bigfoot skeptic, Muskie Allen of Wakanda, Illinois. <laughs> Muskie Allen from Wakanda. Where did I go to eat? Wakanda. Muskie. I didn't know Muskie was from Wakanda. He claimed to have inspected this Bigfoot in Las Vegas in February of 2013, and he proclaimed it to be the real deal. This amplified the believability of and validity of Dyer's reports. Dyer also told the hosts of an Australian morning show that a video of the Bigfoot autopsy is complete and would be shown soon. I he, don't believe he you. He planned a February 6th press conference. They cut open a gorilla suit. He planned a February 6th press conference to reveal even more details about the creature. He named the creature Hank. Aww. And began touring around the U.S., charging adults $10 and kids $5 to view the body, which lay beneath plexiglass in a wooden coffin. Okay, I need pictures. This tour 
ended up selling out and pulled in close to $500,000. Jesus Christ, Rick Dyer. <laughs> so this is, this Show is me. Hank. Show me. That doesn't even look believable. I mean, it kind of looks like a Bigfoot. No, it looks like a fur rug. It's furry and hairy and it's, you know. That's all it takes. It's underneath plexiglass. Yeah. So Once you put something under plexiglass, that's it. Sold. It's official. This is when skeptics unearthed Dyer's Bigfoot hoax from 2008. They're like, oh, this guy did some sketchy shit back then. I don't know if this is legit. And he be, uh, they began requesting more information and open Good. testing on this new 2012 specimen. He said he decided to kill this creature for redemption. What? Here's another quote. Lay it on me. Bring out my Rick Dyer voice. Lay it on me. I pulled off a hoax in 2008, and ever since then, I was fascinated by Bigfoot. And the only way Rick Dyer to get any redemption redemption was to bring one in because nobody believes Bigfoot. They categorize Bigfoot as the Tooth Fairy and the Easter Bunny in Santa Claus. <gasps> the Easter Bunny is not real. I made Bigfoot from a myth to a reality. Okay, Rick Dyer. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you. Dyer repeatedly slandered anyone who openly spoke about him, much like our president, and many suggested whoa, whoa, this tactic. Whoa! whoa, whoa. <laughs> many suggested this tactic was just more proof that Dyer was hoaxing again. That got weirdly political. Mm-hmm. Nobody asked for that. Nobody asked for that. Those close-up shots of Bigfoot were sent to the Department of Anthropology at Idaho State University, and staff there stated. The thing has clearly been fabricated to depict a specimen that has been dissected. It smacks of images of alien autopsy. So here's the photos that uh, were sent over. It just looks fake to me. Is that his crotch? <laughs> yeah, that's... I don't know what that is. That is his crotch. That uh, looks like a, um, a little Bigfoot dongle there. Whoa. I don't know. If a you, little dongle? Yeah. Right there. How are you zooming in on his dongle? That's inappropriate. But you can see the, the cut, you know, that they tried to mm-hmm, fabricate. Mm-hmm. It just the, doesn't look real. No. It looks like a fake, like, mannequin. Yep. <clears throat> so Dyer eventually admitted in private to a spokesperson for his touring and Bigfoot project um, that the body of Hank was not a real body. Thank you. But rather a construct from a company from Washington State that Dyer had paid for. Oh, my God. Soon after this... Why do people let him outside? I don't know. Dyer's crew began abandoning the project because they're finding out, okay, this is all bullshit. Why am I wasting my time? And then Dyer announced on his Facebook page that Hank was indeed another fake. Oh, my fucking God. Why do people listen to him? Uh, Chris Russell of Twisted Toy Box in Washington admitted he had manufactured Hank at Dyer's request using latex, foam, and camel hair. Thank you. Russell stated, "I I was asked to make the prop look like a poorly made old and rotten taxidermy prop that had not been preserved correctly. I don't know why he was asked to make it look like shit, but that's what he did. Dyer had told Russell the prop was for a movie about (coughs) killing Bigfoot that he was shooting and that he also wanted a baby Bigfoot and a female to be created. But Russell started receiving threatening phone calls, emails, and other contact for making the prop and so decided against making the rest of the Bigfoot family. Good decision, so Russell. He only made the one. Apparently, people weren't too happy about him. Um, they said, uh, stop faking it. Yeah, weren't too happy. In March 2014, Dyer posted on his Facebook page, From this moment on, I will speak the truth. Oh my no God. more lies, tall tales, or wild goose chases. I don't believe to you. To mess with the haters. I treated... I ne- No. 
I never treated anyone bad. I'm a joker. I play around. That's just me. Okay? Come clean about everything is necessary for a new start. I feel like the people who live in, like, the South are going to be very insulted by From this accent. moment on, I will speak the truth. No more lies. That's what he posted on Facebook. He's from Georgia, so he's. I, I'm, I, I bet he's got a little bit of an accent. A twang. I'm not making fun of his accent. I'm just trying to... Embody him. Embody Rick, Rick Dyer. in this moment. Uh, Rick Dyer, if you're listening to this and you don't sound like this, let us know. Uh, will, don't let us know. I want to imagine. We will re-record the entire episode. No, we won't. Um, because you're a liar. I don't want to falsely portray anyone. No. But, well, much like you falsely portrayed Bigfoot two times. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't me. It was Rick Dyer. So let's talk about. Okay. Um, but even after this Facebook post, he also maintained that he actually does have the body of a oh, real Bigfoot. Of course he does. And he shot and killed it. Yeah, totally. But he, he can't. He won't show anybody. He can't produce it. No. No, 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 no. It's in storage. It's at U-Haul, but I'm behind on my payments. <laughs> he found a big, he, he found a real one, but he cannot produce it. Yeah. Nope. Can't produce it. He only did those two hoax. Two hoaxes. Just the two, but he's still credible. Still the number one Bigfoot tracker. So he only did those two hoaxes. He hasn't come out with another Bigfoot hoax since uh, 2012. That was his last one. Good. I haven't looked up his Facebook. I haven't looked up his Twitter to see what Rick Dyer is is doing these days. Um, Rick Dyer, what you getting up to? But I hope he's he's doing well. I hope he's out there creating more lies. I hope he's recovered from his hoaxes. Hope he's recovered from his. Um, I hope you're a better person, Rick Dyer. I hope you're a better person, Rick Dyer. I hope you've moved on and you've matured and you've grown up. Nah, nothing new. Oh, you found him on Facebook? I was looking. Hmm. I was taking a gander. Well, if you find him on Facebook, I'd like to hear what he's up to. Nothing since 2018. What was his last post? A picture of him and some lady. Oh, yeah. I think he found some lady. I think he he might be a little too preoccupied with his relationship and uh, professional life that's to, probably uh, what it is. to pull off any more Bigfoot hoaxes for the media. Yeah. But, I mean, that's kind of surprising. He had he had everyone fooled both times. Which is embarrassing because that it body was, does not look believable. It was on the news. You can look up. He was, he was legitimately that on. That doesn't mean anything. They put anything Remember, on the news. It, uh, what did I say? Time Magazine? All those other things I said earlier. He those was, other places. He was in all of those publications for real. He was on the news and people actually broadcasted this stuff. And yeah, people actually thought, I don't remember seeing it. I don't remember, um, uh, in 2012, I graduated high school. I don't remember seeing uh, things on the news about Bigfoot. Me either. Uh, or 2008. Um, but apparently this, they were, they were taking him seriously. There was some stuff going on. And what was surprising is even after... In 2012, when they knew who this guy was and they knew what, you know, the hoax that they he They still made, listened to him. It still got picked up. Yeah, so... And this dude made $500,000 for touring with with a pretend corpse. People will listen to anything. Even Even us. this podcast. Even, even this podcast. Um, so that was Bigfoot. That was episode four. It felt like a quick episode. I think it was the tequila. Honestly, I think you're right. <laughs> Going forward, Zach and I will not be drinking tequila. Bad decisions are made. Um, well, we've got we've actually got one more beer that we're going to try. Uh, we've got a, bo- a cool bonus episode that we're about to record um, that will be available hopefully to our future Patreon subscribers. Please don't unlike us. 
<laughs> for the love of God. Um, so uh, that'll be something to look forward to if you want some bon- cool bonus content. Uh, we're going to talk about another beer that's uh, related to Bigfoot. Um, but we appreciate you listening. We've got um, a few new things. If you didn't hear uh, last episode, we are on Spotify. We're on um, Spoofy. Uh, this episode on every link uh, to our podcast will be a Spotify link um, because I feel most people, if you're checking out a podcast, you, you get your podcast on Spotify. And we're also on Instagram if you want to follow us on Instagram. If you want to see pictures of my animals. Exactly. We're going to be posting pictures of pretty much whatever. Uh, we were supposed to post a picture of us uh, with our tequila shots beforehand, but Paige um, thought it was stupid to hold up empty hey, glasses hey, of tequila. Hey, you're the one that didn't talk about having that idea. <laughs> I should, yeah, I should have uh, made a note beforehand because I, yeah. I definitely forgot. But we're on Instagram. I don't know how to use Instagram. I've never used Instagram in my life. I'll um, be running the Instagram. That sounds great. Um, perfect, perfect plan. Uh, but follow us on Instagram if you want to check us out. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit as well. This episode is wild. This episode was all over the place, but uh, if you've if you've made it this far, uh, you're a real you're a true hero. Yeah. Um, Don't worry. Next episode will be better. We won't have tequila. Thanks yeah, for tuning in. Episode thanks a four. lot, tequila. I appreciate it. I blame Patron. Uh, we we found a reason to celebrate, and we took advantage of it. So yeah. we hope we hope you enjoyed episode four. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, going. Oh, I'm going wait. to Michigan. Wait a minute. How'd you like the beer? Oh shit! I got fuck. I gotta cut. I gotta cut this and move it. <sighs> so go to your question. That's my question. How would you like the beer? That was great. Uh, the beer was good. I really liked the beer. I enjoyed that. I drank the whole bottle. I think. Oh, what? can the, the whole bottle? Wow. Can. Yeah, my can's empty too. Um, you always finish yours. I never finish mine. That must that must tell you I really liked it. That was really good beer. I wanted another one. I feel like we say that every episode. That I was don't. really good. I enjoyed that. Um, what are you talking about? Or at the least first I episode, do. I was like, Ew. but I I would definitely have uh, two or three more of those. It's it's delicious. It's my favorite so far. I think I would. Um, that was a good beer. I would buy this. It's it's available year round, so we definitely recommend you checking it out and trying it out yourself. Because I think it'll be uh, one of your favorites, I think too. we should re-record this entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not happening. Uh, it was all sorts of messed up. And we've got 200 more people who are listening to this for the first time. So it's a good, uh, it's a great first impression of how this uh, podcast is. Guys, um, we don't suck this much regularly. No, it's not this bad. It's just the it's, tequila. It's tequila's fault. Thanks for sticking around. That was episode four about Bigfoot. Uh, We'll catch you next week. Oh, real quick. Remember to submit your stories for Flights and Frights, please. Mm -hmm. We need something to do for September 1st. We'd like to release Flights and Frights September 1st. Right. Uh, Fan stories. It doesn't have to be terrifying. It could just be a haunting. It could be a scary instance. Like a ghost encounter. It could be that. If you see a ghost. Or even with something that we've talked about before, Mm -hmm. stalking. If you've seen a Wendigo. Yeah. Doesn't have to be. I mean, it could be anything. Anything spooky or scary. It could be anything that is frightening in some way. Flights right. and frights. Please submit your stories to beerandfearcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. with a beer suggestion. Yes. Include a beer recommendation that with your story. That isn't Bud Light. That isn't Bud Light. We hope to have an episode released by the first of next month. If it doesn't happen, that's okay. It doesn't okay. happen, but... We'll, we'll try for next month. There's 200 of you that are listening. Right. Send us an email. Beerandfearcast at gmail.com with your spooky, scary, paranormal, whatever experience encounter. 
We would love to read it on the show and yes, shout you please. out. Yes, please. Now, finally, thanks for sticking around, tuning in to Beer and Fear, episode four. Enjoy the rest of your day. Are you going to say that every episode? Yes, I am. That's how you close every That's episode? That's how I close it, like I Walter Cronkite. I'm not, I don't know if I'm a fan of that. Enjoy the rest of your day. What if, what, what, who are we telling people how to live their life? We're not getting into this. Huh? We're not getting into We're this. We're going to tell people to enjoy the rest of their day? Yeah. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. We hope you have the day that you want to have. Shut up. <laughs> we hope that you have the day that you want to have. I'm going to grab this. I'm going to grab the second beer. We're going to do another beer. I shouldn't have closed the flat top. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>